live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network. It's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman fly ball into left. That ball's hit well. Back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run. Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field. That ball's rocketed out of here. It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham. And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock. Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Swung on and hit in the air to left center field. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's amazing. It's not that easy to hit home runs. That was a judging blast. Swung on, line to right, base hit. Game winner, Ahmed Rosario. Drills a base hit to right to score Will Benson. And Cleveland beating Arizona 6-5. to five. And the pitch, a swing and a fly ball, center field deep. Green going back, still going, track, wall, ball game! Urshela with a game-winning walk-off home run to center. Twins win the game 5-3. to three. Twins win! Twins win! The first place Minnesota Twins win it! Is it here's what commitment looks like now. Okay, I want to make sure that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that you know. So when I say, will you marry me? You say yes, and we get married. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show, 32 days away from a Sooner kickoff. Yet another sign that football season is nigh today, local media day. We've had the big 12 media days. Today was the local media day in Norman. Ted Roof kicking it off at 8 a.m. this morning. You can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. You can hear uh, audio from Ted, Lebby, Brent, all of the coaches, some players and stuff coming up later today right here on The Ref, the home of Sooner fans, TJ. This show brought to you every day by Extreme Outdoor Equipment. I uh, had a question yesterday for uh, the guys at XOE about my bad boy mower, TJ. So I shot him a text message. And uh, Brian over there and Darren, and immediately Darren hit me back. Like, in fact, it's so fast. He hit me back so fast I wasn't ready for it. Missed his call. But uh, called him right back once I saw I missed it. And uh, bam, I mean, just immediately answered my question, helped me out. Uh, The point is. You didn't already break it, did you? No, 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 no. Everything's fine. I just, like, I don't understand the power. I, I don't fully comprehend everything that's capable. Gotcha. I've never had a mower this nice before. So uh, the new Maverick that they brought me a few weeks back is a little bit different than the XL Elite, which is the first mower that they bought me. And I, so I had a question about, like, does this work the same way? That one, you know, anyway, they answered it right up. And uh, the, the, the service is fantastic. Not only are the bad boy mowers awesome, 
not only are the CF motos awesome, not only can you get motorhomes and trailers there and these new tricked-out golf cars and all the manly, manly stuff there, TJ, weed eaters, everything you need, but the service is top-notch. The guys are great to deal with, and the service after the sale there is phenomenal as well, as I testified to yesterday. Uh, so give them a call. Extreme Outdoor Equipment, or go by and see them. Better yet, I mean, that's the thing to do. Go by and see it. You could be a bad boy like me. I don't have to be the only bad boy in Oklahoma, TJ. You could be a bad boy like me. Yeah. Go check them out. Get yourself a bad boy mower, a CF moto, whatever the case. I want one. I'm going to get one of those CF motos. Next time I save up my uh, dimes and nickels, teach. I'm going to get one of those CF motos, and I'm going to tool perfect. around the neighborhood. Perfect for your neighborhood in the uh, area out back. Yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, so, anyway, that's what's going on. Uh, a couple of nuggets. Uh, exciting news, I thought, yesterday, TJ, for OU Baseball. Russell Raley's coming back. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, been gone for a little while. Uh, where was he? Rio? Was he at Rio Grande? UTRGV. Yeah. So, um, familiar name. We Heading played back. those guys last yeah. year. Yeah. Played at OU early in the aughts, uh, early mid-aughts, and uh, will be the new volunteer assistant. So, Reggie Willits moves up to full-time assistant. Russell Raley takes his spot. So another former Sooner on the coaching staff. It was a couple of years ago we didn't have any. Well, I guess that's not true. Britt Bonneau played at OU. So you got Britt Bonneau, Reggie Willits, Russell Raley, all former Sooners now on the uh, coaching staff to try to uh, counteract the Longhorn presence of Skip Johnson, you know, the the time he spent in Texas, uh, TJ. So I think we've turned him completely into a Sooner now, though. Uh, but cool, great news. I, I loved watching Russell Raley as a player. He has been an up-and-coming coach for the last several years, and now he's going to be a part of the OU staff. The men's and women's basketball teams have or are leaving today, TJ. Maybe they've already taken off. I don't know. For Europe. I think they were driving down to Dallas last night and uh, leaving from Dallas today, if I remember correctly. Uh, they will play three games, of the men will play three games on this uh, foreign tour. Their first game will be Thursday against Matero Select. That'll be at 7.30 in Barcelona, Barcelona. Uh, let's see here. They will play August 6th, so that is Saturday, right, against Maresame Select at 7.30. Maresame. And then their final game will be against the Paris All-Stars. Boy, they sound good, don't they? That will be on Monday Paris, at 7 o'clock. Paris All-Stars. This sounds like an I'm, event. With this uh, ESPN Plus deal that you should have invited, been invited trust on me, to call the games. Trust Barcelona. me, I spent, I spent a lot of hours with um, Porter Moser and Jenny Baranchek this summer uh, doing these caravans and four and a half hours in the back of a Sprinter van one night. And I have been pleading my case for... You know, you really want to pack the Lloyd Noble Center. The best way to do that is to provide a radio broadcast of your European tour. That's I mean, right. that makes all the sense in the world to me. 
Ten, really get the fans fired up. Ten day trip to Spain and France uh, for you sounds pretty good. Exactly. It costs you one extra ticket, one extra hotel room, and thousands of Sooner fans will get to listen to uh, your games. But uh, obviously, as you can tell, TJ, I am in Piedmont, Oklahoma today. <laughs> My pleading has fallen on deaf ears. But we will keep up with the um... – now, you mentioned shoes. Okay, so I learned something yesterday that I'm sure you've known forever because you're a – you are a shoe head. What do you call the the shoe? The get sneaker people head. Uh, sneaker head. That's right. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Trust me, I'm not head. a sneaker head compared to actual sneaker heads. I just have a lot of shoes. Well, you appreciate shoes. You have a lot of shoes. You love the shoes, right? Yes. Is your son as into it as you are? Is he obviously I, not? He was wearing his new ones out. I can see it building towards that, but not yet. No. So, my boys, um. Got into it when they were working at OU because they, you know, by virtue of of being uh, managers with Lon Kruger, um, would from time to time have the opportunity to either purchase or in some cases were gifted, uh, you know, a pair of shoes. And so they became kind of aficionados. But my daughter, Chloe... The 14-year-old is the sneakerhead of the family. Oh, no. Good luck. Like, she has she has taken the boy's love for shoes right. to an entire new level. And it, it, she knows the names of all of them. She knows, um, she knows everything about all of the Jordans, all of the Nikes, all of the. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> are you gonna are you gonna end up standing outside of a uh, shoe store for three days, sleeping in a tent to get a uh, certain yeah. pair of Air Force Ones or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's no doubt about it. <laughs> so, I go pick her up from volleyball practice yesterday afternoon, and I also got one of her teammates that we carpool with. And yesterday was my day to pick him up and take her teammate to her house and bring Chloe home. And a delightful young lady, and she and we're on the way home. I was asking her how her weekend went. She said she went back to school shopping and got a new pair of shoes. And they are some, I think, I don't know if they were Jordans or some Nikes or some, some, some nice pair of shoes for back to school. And Chloe said to her, you better not, you best not crease those things, girl. Something like that. You know, I can't speak the 14-year-old lingo. Please say that again. Girl, bye. You know, something like that. I don't know exactly what she said. But she was warning her not to crease her shoes. Not to crease her shoes, yeah. Now, uh I have only recently, in the last year or so, learned that I think it was Kevin Henry that taught me I'm not supposed to crease my shoes, which I've never heard of before. But now I know exactly what that means. Up near the toe of the shoe, you don't want to crease it. You want it looking pristine. So there's a certain way to put your shoe on it. And then Chloe said, and this is the part I did not know, and I'm sure you do, and I'm pro- all, all of our listeners probably do because they're all much hipper than I am. She said, did you buy crease protectors for them? Now, are you aware of what crease protectors are? I No idea. I have no idea okay. what this is. Good. That makes me feel better. I said, wait a second. What is a crease protector? And she goes, Dad, I've got crease protectors for all my shoes. And I said, you do? 
And she goes, yeah, when I, when I buy my shoes, I buy crease protectors for them. And I said, go ahead. And she's like, well, they're little, they're like hard plastic pieces that go between the top of your foot and the shoe so that your foot cannot crease the toe of your shoe. That makes sense, TJ? Yes. And I said, Seems very is uncomfortable. That comfortable? Okay, okay. Same thought process. And she said, No, not really. After a while, it hurts, but it's worth it because you don't crease your shoes. <laughs> oh, kids. So this is new to me. Uh, new to me. Crease I never protectors. heard of this. So, one, I don't know why I don't know why it is so important not to crease your shoes. I don't know why that is a thing. I mean the are you gonna resell them? Are you trying to keep them looking new so that if you resell them somebody'll think they're new? I, I don't understand the whole not wanting to crease your shoes. But I had no idea I I understand it is a thing. I had no idea that you could purchase crease protectors to put into your shoes so that you would you couldn't crease them. Which that, just sounds awful. That to sounds me. terrible. Like I'm very weird with my shoes now at this point in my life after the uh, Guillain-Barre. You want your feet to be comfortable. They'd have to be comfortable. It's the only side effect I have. And it's not a side effect outside of, I know it's a lot of it's mental for me, but I've got to have a certain width. I've got to have a certain feel when I do walk and the shoe creases. Like, it's weird. It's A lot of it's with my toes and the side of my foot. But, so that to me sounds absolutely miserable. The thought of a piece of plastic... <laughs> And my my toe of my shoe not giving in the manner it's supposed to. Uh-huh. <sighs> Chloe, take it from two old men. This does not matter. Let your shoe crease. Well, like ha- be comfortable. Well, let's, Style. Let's give it a, I, I know give it was alert. important to me. It was important to me back at that age. I understand what I'm dealing with in saying that. And, you were wearing jams right, back in the day. Right, My van, checkered vans and jams, you know, <laughs> the great, great look I had going on. Let's just say this off the top, okay? We are, if, if this show, the two of us are going to sign an NIL deal <laughs> with a shoe company, it's going to be Skechers. Now, that's where <laughs> we are age-wise, okay? So, Take anything we say in this department. I, with a I grain like of salt. to think we're a little hipper than Skechers, though. We're like New Balance, forty eight, Hoka Cool. You, just, you know, you just spent ten minutes talking about how important it is that your feet be comfortable. Okay, as opposed to, trust me, we're headed for orthopedics in the near future. All right. Yes. But this completely sounds like a meeting at Nike. Or yeah, probably Nike. This is a this is a meeting with Phil Knight saying, "All right, who's got an idea on how we can squeeze a little bit more money out of the American public?" And somebody says, "How about we convince them that they're not supposed to crease the top of the shoes?" And then everybody goes, "Ha ha ha!" They all bust into laughter. That's great. He goes, "No, seriously, if we just convince them that it's a bad look uh, to have that crease up there, we can sell these crease protectors for nine ninety nine each, and kids will buy them like crazy." So I think that's what's happening. It worked. It worked. We're funding the Oregon Athletic Department with these crease protectors, TJ. I'm assuming it's a Jordan thing. Michael Jordan's probably behind this, too. So 
Kids, why does it matter if your shoes are creased, kids? Somebody out there tell me. Why does it matter? Who cares? Because, girl, you can't let those shoes crease. Why? You can't have those ugly lines. My, what I was about to ask you is, does that mean that over there at the athletic department, are there like, uh, like they've got all those drawers full of gloves and wristbands and everything else? Is there a, a drawer full of uh, crease protectors, I wonder? No, well, I mean, they wear them. They play in them. Sure, but they have shoes that they wear like on traveling yeah, uh, that are nicer, you know. Yeah, so do yeah. they have... Maybe the, the crease maybe. protectors for them. Hey Marco, <laughs> better you guys get into have a whole drawer of crease protectors over there for the basketball team and all that. I don't know the answer to that. Maybe. <laughs> I'm sure my boys would know that. I don't know. They're. Uh, I don't think either one of them's up yet. But uh, anyway, that was new to me. It's good for me to hear it's new to you too. I figured you would know all about this because you're a more of a sneakerhead than I am. I, I get one pair of shoe a year, maybe, and then I burn it out. And then I eagerly await, like I'm supposed to be getting the tw- the pair for this coming football season in the next few weeks. And I'm very excited because I've worn out last year's pair already, you know. So that's me. I wear shoes to wear shoes. I don't, I don't, you know, I hope they look good, but who cares? You know, I'm 48 years old and married and I got a job to do. Right. But the crease protectors, I have never heard of those before. First off, uh, I'm at the age, too, that the shoes that I wear, I don't have to worry about that because I don't wear the uh, the leather shoes that would crease like that. You know, I've got the soft cloth material on my shoes. Right. Yeah, we go. We buy shoes that it's like they like a glove. They wear them in for you <laughs> yeah, before they give right. them to you. Would you like us to break your shoes in for you? <laughs> yes, please. Jim Traber is in the store with shaving cream, and he's bending the shoes for us before he hands them to us. There you go. I got them all worked in for you, fellas. Thank you very much. Could you walk around in them for a couple of miles, get them all worn in well? 7.20. Hey, the countdown is about 15 minutes away. We're into the teens for the first time today. Team number 19 about to be unveiled. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by extreme outdoor equipment. Four-wheelers, side-by-sides, UTVs, travel trailers, or motorhome rentals. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby Exit 104B and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. TJ, Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the Morning Show. Saxon Realty Group brings you this hour, home of the $8.99 listing fee, saving you thousands on the sale of your home. Ask Terry how he does it. No hidden fees. 899 405 361 or saxonrealtygroup.com. Uh, John Whitson sending us uh, apparently instructions on how to get the creases out of our shoes. I, that gives me a headache even looking at that. Like hair dryers, irons. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, I don't like that text I just got from my wife. Yeah. I don't even know if that means she's hot Uh-oh. or if she's upset. So, uh, Uh-oh. Uh, you, need to, you need to take care of no, something? No, 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 no. I think she just got off the phone with someone, maybe. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions oh, text line. Morning, buddy. Hello, Carter. Great countdown so far. Great recruiting, too. I saw OU President Joe Harris at Chicken and Pickle. <laughs> Chicken and Pickle. <laughs> I was going to talk to him about recruiting, but I got too nervous. It looked like he was having a good time. Are you friends with the press? Have a good day. Friendly. How about that? I'd say friendly. 
we he he doesn't invite me to uh, go boating with him on the weekend. But neither does TJ. So uh, about that level of friendship, I'd say. Um, Santa John, I'm Thank just you, seeing Carter. this. By the way, Carter Jennings Law Firm is the uh, sponsor of the countdown. Hold on, Toby. Let me uh, find your text messages here. I'm going to take a screenshot of this. I'm going to send it to you. I think this was Who's my slip-up, Santa John. He had texted last week about the autographed copy for his kids that he had bought the book. Uh, mm-hmm. He had sent me your, his email, apparently, and I did not get that over to you, so I'm sending that screenshot now with his email so you guys can get those autographed for him. So, <sighs> Santa John. Um... Oh, I thought he was just going to, like, so he wants me to, okay. Well, he may be able to meet you somewhere where you're at, like, a gotcha. pregame or something like that. He may just need info. I don't know. Um, oh. Air Comfort Solutions text. Not, not just nice to see Skip and the Sooners baseball bring back Russell. Uh, that's from Jim in Arlington. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Uh <laughs> As Tim's neighbor contacted John at Brown O'Haver, he may have an idiot neighbor writer on his homeowner's policy and then would pay 100% on that window unit. Uh, too, too late. It's already purchased. I mean, uh, <laughs> TJ, <laughs> I would like to know, how fast were you driving on the service road to get the Best Buy? I'm not, I'm not telling you that. It was faster than the posted speed limit, okay? Hmm. So you broke the law. Um, very much so to the point, maybe I could have gone to jail. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I made it. 7.58, I stepped into that store. And uh, about 30 seconds Do later. Do not that, close. That steel garage door closed on the uh, open side. And I said, yes, made it. It's TJ's fault. This one says, do you want to scratch your bad boy mower? You want to scratch your bad boy mower? Well, I wouldn't do think I that you to want to. It. Is that no, something like creasing not. your shoes? Uh, oh, is that the comparison they're I, making I, there? Is scratching a mower is like creasing a shoe? Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know. No, I do not want to scratch my bad boy mower. Mm-mm. This one says uh, they see them as more valuable if they're not creased. That's the thing too. All this reselling and selling of yeah. shoes and yeah. Uh-huh. I don't get it. It's I, a world with which I'm unfamiliar. Uh, I just assumed after listening to Toby, he already wore a tan orthopedic shoe. <laughs> hocus. I rock the hocus when I'm uh, trying to be comfortable. <laughs> but as I admitted on this show a few weeks back, TJ, I am intrigued by the Skechers store more and more. Um... I haven't got to that point yet. There's still comfortable shoes I can find out there that I don't drift into the Skechers store. So I'm not I there have yet. never, and I understand a lot of people do. I have never uh, seen shoes as anything other than something to get me around. I do. I do not collect them. I do not uh, look at other people's shoes and say, "Wow, nice shoes." Like shoes are not something. Oh, I really? Notice. Like you don't even walk by sometimes and say, "Like." So at the coaches' luncheon, I was checking out. Each I have of the no coaches. idea what anybody's shoes. Yeah, I could tell no, you Jeff no Webby's were uh, black and white. Like I was looking at the shoes, and I said, "Look at Toby; he's uh, uh, rocking something over there. They're red and white." Yeah, uh, I have my Jordan Jordans on. on, and so it is something that I do notice. So I will admit mm-hmm. that. No, I had no clue. No clue what anybody's wearing at any time. Don't care. 
but a lot of people do. I know, and and kudos to the shoe industry for making this a thing that a lot of people care and they collect it, and it's a big, big deal to them. And that's uh, uh, the first thing they see when somebody walks into a room is what kind of shoes they got on and whether they're creased or not and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's just not, I just, you know, it's not my cup of tea. But, again, who cares? I'm 48. I'm old. I don't, you know, you, you guys are trendier and more stylish. Knock yourselves out. Spend your millions of dollars on shoes. What do I care? Make sure they don't get creased. Um, this is when we start making the uh, sneakerheads angry. People buy and sell shoes all the time. It's keeping them clean and in good condition. Come on, Toby. So they buy and sell used shoes? Yes, that's a big business. Like there huh. are there are like full blown stores that you go and like buy, trade, sell used shoes at now. Right, especially uh, in the I, bigger I, okay. cities. I'm not trying to rip you guys. It's just you're all walking around like you're uh, stiff legged and stuff because you don't want to ruin your shoes. And I'm like, just <laughs> I'm with you on that. I'm creasing my shoes. I'm I'm walking normally. I'm not putting a hard piece of plastic over the top. So I'm not I rocking remember, those type I, of Nikes. So I, I was sitting. I remember this uh, uh, last year. I'm sitting at courtside with Kevin. Now Kevin's a sneakerhead. Okay, I'm sitting courtside. I got my Jordans on. And I'm sitting like imagine. Are you sitting in a chair right now, TJ? I'm actually standing right now, but okay. So I can if you sit, sit down in a if you chair want me to. and you're, you're ch- okay. Sit down. So you're, I want you to act this out with me, okay? Okay. Pull the chair up. Put your feet flat on the floor in front of you, okay? Just you're okay. just sitting there, feet flat on the floor. Now lean forward, and you kind. I, I kind of move my feet back, like I'm calling a game. I'll kind of move my feet back to where my toes yep. are on the ground, but yep. my heels are up. I know you what you're talking me? about. Yep. All right. So I'm sitting courtside. I'm leaning forward. I'm keeping score, my feet are back, toes on the floor, feet up. Obviously, well, Kevin says to me, dude, you're creasing your shoes. <laughs> and I was like, what? This is the first time I ever heard about creasing shoes. I was like, what? He goes, you're creasing your shoes. I was like, what are you talking about right now? And he goes, look, where you're you're bending your, your shoes like that. You're, cre- you're putting a crease in them. And I was like, okay. I was like, you don't want to do that. It like lowers the value of your shoes. I was like, lowers the value. Like, like, what are you talking about? I'm just wearing my shoes. Because that's going to lower the value. I was like, I'm not reselling my shoes. These are my shoes. He's like, you, you don't you don't want to put creases in your shoes. So I was like, then I'm conscious. Like the rest of the game, I've got my feet flat on the floor in front of me, and I'm the whole, like I'm trying to call a game, and I'm thinking about how uncomfortable I am because now he's got me all worried about creasing my shoes. So then I would like wrap my legs around the outside of the chair and just put my toes on the ground so that my shoes stayed flat. And eventually I got to the point where I'm running laps in my head thinking, what do I care if my shoes are creased or not? Right. Like, who cares if my <laughs> shoes matter. are creased? Am I getting, is somebody, do I have to pay somebody if I crease my shoes? Like what, what does it matter? So I don't care, but there are a whole lot of people out there that that's a very big thing, and I'm not here to make fun of you. You do you, dude, or man. If you don't want to crease your shoes, don't crease your shoes. I didn't know there was a crease protector, so that's the whole point of the thing today. It's you can purchase things to make your shoes even more uncomfortable <laughs> just so that you don't crease them <laughs> in case you want to sell them later. To somebody else who buys used shoes from people. 
I apologize for this show. We, we are so old. We're dropping window units out of uh, two-story uh, uh, windows. We're increasing, uh, talking about shoe creases and sketchers. Good Sports. Gracious. Sports. There, we got some sports in. The countdown hits 19 next. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. He had played a quiet, unassuming game as the solo member of the Youngstown Mafia. But Mark is no more. Good evening, everyone. I'm TJ Perry Moonves, and welcome to Big Brother Coaches Edition. After losing the bocce ball POV competition, Mark was eliminated from the game from the one ally he did have, Marcus, who cast the deciding lethal vote. Tonight, another house guest will be sent packing. But first, a realignment twist that will send the house into disarray. Live from the Palace on the Prairie, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show 2022 Top 25 Countdown brought to you by criminal defense attorney Carter Jennings. Get the defense you deserve with Carter Jennings Law, 405-659-7221 or visit carterjenningslaw.com. Now with today's team, here's the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Thank you, TJ Perry, Moonfez. I appreciate it. That's right. The countdown hits the teens for the first time today. And we got uh, an interesting team to unveil for you today. But before we do that, let's remind you from whence we have come. It started last Monday at team number 25. (laughs) Hold on, I'm behind. (laughs) Nebraska was at 25. 24. We have moved some teams around, so I'm very interested to see if TJ gets this right or not. K-State at 24. 23, Teej, started our run on SEC teams. I'm wrong. I've got it all backwards. (laughs) No, that's Tennessee. Remember, we moved them back to 21 yesterday. After we found out the reason Bob Kesseling missed his interview was for a knee surgery. So Tennessee's right. actually at 21. Let's go back to 23. This isn't confusing at all. That's not right. Is that either. Ole Miss? That's Ole Miss. Is that, who's that? Is that Arkansas? Is that Ole That's Miss? That's Ole Miss. That's Ole Miss. 23 is Ole Miss. You're right. 23 is Ole Miss. And then 22... Arkansas. Is that Arkansas? That is Arkansas. All right. There you go. Arkansas is at 23. Then you had Tennessee at 21. We moved, Tennessee was 21. We dropped him to 23 after we got stood up on the interview. We found out the reason for the standing up. We moved him back to 21. Yesterday at number 20. First time in the countdown for the Kentucky Wildcats, led by Mark Stoops. TJ said, I had him too high. Which brings us to today. The number 19-ranked team in the T-Row in the Morning Show Top 25 College Football Countdown is... (laughs) 
This is the new fight song of Lincoln Riley. The USC Trojans come in at number 19. I feel like I'm being a bit of a rebel for having them this low, TJ. But it is lower than most people do now. They were four and eight last year, you know. Four and eight. Uh, they got a ways to go. I mean, it, I, there cannot be a harder team in college football to try to figure out how good they're going to be this year than USC. They were four and eight last year. They fired their coach. They were terrible on both sides of the ball, and they have had more turnover than any team in college football. It is a wild guess as to how good USC is going to be, and anybody that tells you otherwise doesn't know what they're talking about. Obviously, they got Caleb Williams, a quarterback. We are very familiar with his strengths. We are familiar with what his weaknesses were a year ago as well. Extremely athletic, very good leader, I thought. Struggled mightily against zone coverages. Has he figured that out this year? If not, He's going to see nothing but zone coverages all year, and it could be a tough season. If he has figured it out, Heisman contender. They brought in, and and this is pretty much every position, they brought in transfers at running back. Oregon's Travis Dye, remember him from the Alamo Bowl? He's at USC now. And Austin Jones from Stanford, the Relique Brown kid that – Highly recruited running back that was at one point headed to OU. Also going to vie for playing time at running back for them or be kind of one of those uh, utility guys on offense for them. They brought in Jordan Addison, the Bolitnikoff Award winner from Pitt. That was controversial at wide receiver. Uh, Mario Williams, the former Sooner, now wide receiver for them as well. They've got Jerry Rice's boy, TJ, Brendan Rice. Uh, he used to play at Colorado. Now he's at USC. And uh, so they got talent. I mean, there's no doubt at the quarterback position, at the running back position, at the pass catcher, they've got talent. The offensive line is going to have to be significantly better. Uh, not good a year ago in the run game. A little better in the pass game as far as protecting. Not very good in the run game. They're going to have to be better, but they got some guys. They got an all Pac 12 guy back from a year ago. They brought in a guy from Virginia. So maybe they could take a step forward on the O line. We'll see. And Caleb Williams is mobile back there. I mean, he showed the ability to make plays when the pocket broke down from a year ago. Alex Grinch takes over defensively. Same story, defensive side of the ball. Tons of new guys to try to meld together. The one guy that is coming back that was a really good player for them last year, Tuli Tuapolodu, first team all Big 12, or Pac-12, excuse me, uh, defensive lineman, led the team in sacks and forced fumbles last year. They brought Tyrone Tolini in from K-State, Earl Barquette from TCU up front. Uh, Auburn, they brought Romello Height. They got a guy from Alabama and Shane Lee. They got a guy from Arizona State at linebacker and Eric Gentry. Uh, it's a real melting pot. Secondary, they got um, uh, Latrell McCutcheon from OU, obviously. They got another kid from Colorado. It's a matter of making it all meld this year on both sides of the ball for a first-year coaching staff 
and a team that was four and eight. Now, I do think there is renewed enthusiasm. Uh, let's be fair about this. There is renewed enthusiasm at USC. They are excited about Lincoln Riley. They are excited about turning the leaf and starting a new era. It's been um, it's been a frustrating run here after their greatness of the Matt Leinart, Reggie Bush days. Uh, it's been a walk in the wilderness for USC. So they think, and may be right, that Lincoln Riley is the guy to help them turn the corner and contend for national championships again. I'm not here to question that today. The question is, how good will they be this year in year one with the leftovers from last season and all of the new guys to fit together? Does it click immediately? And are they good enough in the trenches, which was always the question at Oklahoma? The schedule, Rice at home to open things up should be a win. Then they go to Stanford. That'll be tough. Fresno State won't be easy. Fresno State had a good team last year. At Oregon State should be a win. Arizona State at home should be a win. Washington State at home should be a win. At Utah, underdog there. At Arizona could be tricky. Cal at home should be a win. Colorado should be a win, but not a layup. At UCLA, the Crosstown Clash, or whatever we call that in California, will be in Pasadena this year that won't be easy and they close the season with notre dame they'll be an underdog there at least they get that game in memorial coliseum so at stanford fresno at utah uh, at ucla notre dame maybe a couple of others in there like colorado that could be tricky i mean four and eight last year if they go eight and four this year that's pretty good i mean that's a four-game turnaround, maybe they could squeak out a 9-3, and three, and that would be a, a progression in year one, a, a very nice progression for them. I think the idea that they're going to contend for a college football playoff is pretty far-fetched. This is not a team, in my opinion, that has what it takes in the trenches to contend for the college football playoff and be a top-10 team. I think they're intriguing. I think they're interesting. I think OU fans will be glued to every USC game this year, rooting against them. Uh, but I can't put them higher than 19, TJ. And that's pretty good for a team that went 4-8 and eight last year, in my opinion. USC at 19, too high, too low, or just right. I cannot think of this logically. This is too high. It's the dumbest thing you've ever done on this countdown. Too high. Too high. They shouldn't be in the countdown. I just don't see it working. Everyone, everyone says this is a can't miss. Lincoln's hit a home run. He's brought in all the transfers. They're immediately challenging for a uh, national championship and going to be a playoff contender. I know you're not saying that. I'm saying not up in here at all. This is going to be a disaster of a train wreck of a season. And if it's not, I'm going to cry. What is your predicted record for USC? Another four-win season. Four and eight. Four and eight. Again. And the pressure is really on then. That would be a disaster. That would be a disaster. Yeah. 
Um, all right. So TJ struggle with rice straight day in week one. Have you ever struggled with rice? Oh man, sometimes when it's sticky, I have. Yeah, a little sticky. Yeah. Um, okay, so the second straight day, TJ says I'm too high. I uh, cannot wait for tonight's episode of Big Brother. Lincoln Riley and USC at number 19 on our countdown. This is going to be fun, TJ. Coming up at 8.30, Max Brown is going to join us live. Max, former USC quarterback. Then he went to Pitt, you might remember. Now he's back at USC and is doing some broadcasting for the Trojans. He's going to get up early and join us 6.30 Pacific time, 8.30 our time to talk about USC. He's on the inside there. And is going to uh, let us know how it's going out in Trojan land. So that's coming up at 8.30 this morning. USC at 19. We'll be back. Opinions. You've got them. We want to hear them. Sound off 24-7, 365 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Saxon Realty Group. Check them out online, saxonrealtygroup.com. Give them a call, 405-361-3380, home of the $899 listing fee. Air Comfort Solutions text line, do they have Jordans that they play in and another pair of Jordans, such as dress Jordans? Um, Depends on what team you're talking about, but yeah, they've got Jordans that they would wear on the road that aren't like the ones they would wear on the court for the basketball team. Same with the football team, they've got... I think it was Brent gave him, uh, was it at Christmas he gave him all the pair of Jordans in that gift basket or whatever it was that he gave him, the little uh, bag with shirts and now, Jordans. And I'm not like, you know, I travel with the basketball team. <laughs> and I am not like um, like hanging out with them. I mean, we eat together and we watch film. and we So we're, I'm around them a lot, but I'm not like, you know, we're not best friends or anything like that. But I've never, like, seen them try to be careful with, like, their shoes or anything like that. Like, they just wear they just wear them. They walk around. They do whatever. They go to shoot-arounds. They get on and off buses and airplanes and all that kind of stuff. I don't, I don't never see anybody. Yeah, they're you know not I mean? they're non-crease ones. They're probably wearing out on a Friday night when you're not with them. Mm. Yeah, travel, they probably, probably just got their travel Jordans that are, like you said, they just wear shoes. <laughs> Travel Jordans. I got my game Jordans. I got my travel Jordans. I got my wear out on Friday night Jordans. Boy, this Michael Jordan guy's really figured it out, hasn't he? Yes. Holy cow. Top of the hour break. We'll be back.